0: Welcome
1: to Geeks Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And we are happy that you're here tonight as we geek out together about lots of things going on in the world of mostly Disney tonight, but uh, I guess Marvel counts as Disney. So we'll talk about WandaVision, sure. Legacy Passholder Program, Outdoor Dining on Buena Vista Street, and Soul. It's coming to Blu ray. Is it worth it? Is it? You will find out. We're going to talk about it tonight. And uh, as we talk about it, we'd love if you join in the conversation. And Katie, how can they do that?
0: Go to geekscorner.live. You can type in the little chitty chat box. Um, Tell us your thoughts and opinions and join in the conversation. Or you could go to Twitter. You could use the hashtag geekscorner on any of your little tweets there. Mm -hmm. Or if you're watching on YouTube, again, use the chat box.
1: That is correct. You can do all of those things. They all work. Or
0: shout really loudly. We'll probably hear you.
1: Or at least your neighbors will.
0: Yeah. And then they'll tell us. They'll say, hey, these Geeks Corner people, I've got a message for you.
1: Speaking of shouting really loudly. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. WandaVision. Yeah.
1: Episode four. <laughs> Scaly. Came this week to Disney. Plus, we have five more episodes, I believe.
0: Oh, yeah. Isn't there nine? Yeah. Okay.
1: So um, we are basically at the halfway point. They released a halfway uh Uh, a midway point, uh, trailer for the second half of the show. And, um, it's very intriguing where this show is going. And we're going to try to do this without any spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers, no spoilers. We're going to behave here. Um, but we, we had this show that's been developing Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and first of uh, like at the first part of it felt very like, parody mm-hmm. like it's just like oh this is in fact doug does this fantastic article of like hey this is what um sitcom they pulled this yeah, scene from this, or this episode or this house and all this stuff and you can check it out and it's really um enjoyable to, to read but um but then things changed for episode four yeah. like everything you thought you knew just got thrown out the window and and i think that might be where we continue to move forward like I don't know.
0: I think it's gonna alternate back and forth okay um mainly because we know that there are um more theme songs for the sitcoms written. yes, so I don't think it's gonna go full just Marvel Cinematic Universe things. Um I know most likely we're gonna see like back and forth. And, but we're going to see how those interact. I don't think there's going to be a single episode of just like, hee hee, super fun times anymore.
1: It's just going to be convoluted and drive you crazy. Uh, yeah. But there's, which we knew this was coming at some point. Cause that's what this is all about.
0: It went from zero to hundred really quick though. Like the opening of this week's episode has really big tie-ins to the Marvel cinematic universe. Um, and I was immediately like, Oh my gosh, there's already a lot happening. Okay. Um,
1: and I actually feel like I need to rewatch it.
0: I agree. Um, and I've... I
1: actually need to rewatch the episodes before it to get to this. Um, because then then I feel like I might catch more in the first mm-hmm. that have been unpackaged a little bit by the fourth.
0: Yeah. Um, it's like, and I'm also not going to do spoilers on this. It's very similar to when you watch the first season of The Good Place. And then you get to the finale and you feel like you need to rewatch all of season one of the good place. Um, Hmm. You see things in a different light. Okay. Um, So I'm fascinated by it. I really love the implications of um, the greater Marvel cinematic universe. What I'm most excited about, what I think is hilarious. Hello, buddy pal. (laughs) Um, What I think is so funny is that apparently Elizabeth Olsen said that she's very excited for a major player in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to show up in Wandavision? But that could mean anything. It could mean anything. Like, but the fans, after another Disney Plus original series that just had a major character from the films show up, now everybody's like, "Oh my God, Luke Skywalker is going to show up in Wandavision." <laughs> <laughs>
1: That would be funny. Um, But it brings up a good question is like, if you could choose anybody like this, doesn't have to be necessarily realistic, but anybody from the MCU to show up in WandaVision, who would you want to see and who is your real answer and who would be the funny answer for you? Because my funny answer would be um, probably Peter Parker, because he would just be like, what's going on? Like he would just be freaking out the whole time. I completely agree with Bailey. My first choice would be Coulson. I would probably cry. Like, that wow. would make me the happiest ever if he just shows up out of nowhere. It's possible. And, and yeah, like, I'm not going to say how he yeah. would happen in my. Um, I, I think Clocky is right. that Doctor Strange does make a lot of, of sense.
0: My real answer is Carol Danvers. Um, oh, okay. I think that that also makes sense. Um, and they have to fight. No. Oh, <laughs> well, okay. um, so one, because. <laughs> Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be good um one wanda maximoff and <clears throat> carol danvers are the two most powerful avengers pretty so much. we think as far as we know as yeah. far as, we, as we've seen in the mcu yeah
1: um
0: two carol danvers actually has ties to what's going on in wandavision um
1: i mean it, it does make sense
0: i would just love to see her mainly because i love brie larson a lot and okay. um i think that it would be really cool to see more of Captain Marvel um my joke answer I don't know um I'm trying to think through all the Marvel movies at once (laughs) he's doing more card tricks
1: I feel like I feel like Ant-Man and Peter Parker are kind of in that same vein of like the whimsical kind of goofy a little Mm -hmm. bit and they would just I don't know it'd be ridiculous like because they just wouldn't fit like they don't Why fit, am I in a sitcom you know what it is. It's they don't fit in in the worlds that they're currently in. Yeah. So you put them into a sitcom from the seventies or the eighties, and it would just get even weirder, which could be brilliant.
0: That's good. I like that.
1: Um real answer Hulk, funny answer Shuri. That, oh, that would be, be good. Amazing also. Yeah. Drax. Drax. I like that idea though.
0: Because he doesn't do um metaphor and he well, doesn't and, do nuance.
1: And what would they turn him into? Because <laughs> like tracks in the 1950s, like he'd probably be in a suit and like maybe he'd be um, I'm forgetting his name from is it Dr. No with the hat mm-hmm. and he throws the hat like that would be pretty <laughs> funny. Is it odd job? Is that is that the name? Somebody will tell me if I'm right or wrong.
0: Uh, there's so many good options. But yeah, that's uh, but the bad options
1: are so much more. fun. I know. Um,
0: yeah. I also like the ones where it's like why why on earth would they show up um i think so
1: i think one of the things that um thor is great also josh um one of the things that i think has been interesting watching this show develop too is there's been a lot of discussion on like is this show boring is mm-hmm. it exciting like what do you think's going on with it and um what do you think about the people that have said this is a boring show and they, they just wish they get on with it?
0: I think they're impatient. Mm-hmm. My biggest thing. <laughs> it's very funny to me that it's Marvel and you know what? I don't even I don't even care if I make people upset with this. Um it's a lot of Marvel people that are upset and they're like, oh, it's too slow. It's y'all waited 22 movies for a big payoff and between in- infinity war and Endgame, you waited a year like i'm sorry the marvel cinematic universe was 10 years in the making and it was incredible and not every movie in the marvel cinematic universe is wonderful looking at you My, Thor.
1: i actually just think i like thor um i actually think it comes down to it's a completely different pace and way of storytelling and they just don't get it and in I will admit, the first episode, I was like, "Oh, that's fun," but I wasn't like invested in it. I guess I could say, like, I enjoyed it. In fact, I've enjoyed every episode, but it wasn't until like episode three and four where things were developing more, where I said, "Like, oh, I'm getting invested in this," and I really, and I actually like that. And and as I'm thinking back, like, what they're trying to do with this is how many shows that we absolutely love whether it's west wing the office um you pick it generally the beginning every star trek series ever um the first season or at least half of the first season is usually terrible Mm -hmm. like they haven't figured it out yeah and really it's kind of amazing what marvel has done with this is we're four episodes in and they're already firing on all cylinders
0: and also, going um, I had this thought, and then I saw that Clocky said it, and that's exactly what I was going to say. There's a reason they dropped two episodes at the beginning, because if they just dropped episode one, people would have been like, okay, huh. this makes no sense. Yeah. Because episode two, things start to get dropped in and start to make a little bit more sense. Um, but i I honestly think that's a lot of people that just want instant payoff. And I don't think that any Marvel thing is like that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if when we see Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's similar. Do you think we're
1: actually going to get a payoff with this, though? Like, I actually think this is going to be one of those things where it leads us up into whatever happens in episode nine. And I don't know that we're actually going to get the payoff. We might get a like a half payoff. But I don't actually know if like, I think this story might wrap up but maybe not even completely because it might be just like the first act of a bigger portion of this that, that might, um, uh, and uh, Steven would like to see a villain show up. That'd but be good. I actually think that'd be a really good choice. Too.
0: Um, but, and that's okay. That's, and it, it's, it's very Marvel in that way to say, mm-hmm. okay, episode nine, you think we're going to wrap it up with a pretty bow. And that's not what you Surprise. get. Now you have um, to wait for another one. That's why Marvel's on what? Phase four? Yeah. Like, um, I'm sure that however episode nine ends, it's going to be a big tease for whatever it's going to say. I'm sure it'll be like the Avengers will next appear in whatever. How Marvel movies are. Um, <laughs> you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um,
1: Wouldn't it be funny though, if it somehow ended up being a loop?
0: uh that's funny
1: like that's good like literally you think you're building up to this big thing but then it just turns out it's looping the whole thing Mm -hmm. and there's no payoff and you have to wait for either another series or another movie that comes in and somehow disrupts the loop it'd be kind of like some of those star trek episodes also
0: uh Um, but yeah i'm super duper fascinated to see what's going to happen i'm okay with hydra
1: being a part of this
0: and i do think that hydra is going to show up More than we've already seen.
1: If Hydra does, then there's more of a chance of Agent Coulson returning. And I would be okay with that.
0: Um, I do just because I don't think they're going to drop in as much Hydra as they've already dropped in and not see more of it.
1: Um, Bailey brings up an interesting point that she's enjoying the weekly wait for the episodes And I actually think that's a really good thing, too, because it gives a chance to have conversations like this throughout the week. And it's not just happening here. Like I've had conversations at Starbucks. I've had conversations (laughs) at work. I know you've had conversations at work because I've walked in on them. But but I think it's really smart of Disney and Marvel to be doing this a week by week basis as opposed to like, here's nine, go and then wait for three months and then get another nine. I actually like that CBS has done the same thing with star Trek because it's given us something to look forward to, especially during the pandemic. Yeah. Like that's been a win also. And, um, and it gives you something to talk about, to anticipate. And, and it's okay. If like one episode isn't as good as the others, because you're like, Oh, well I'll just wait for the next one because it's not like it's all there and you just write it off too quickly.
0: Well, and It's one of the reasons why I kind of stopped watching Netflix original series. So it's so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And if you don't watch it all in one night, suddenly there's all these other people being like, oh, my gosh, no, you have to watch it so we can talk about it. Mm -hmm. And it's it's exhausting. (laughs) Like, I don't have the energy to do things like that.
1: Well, and the spoilers component and
0: the spoilers. And
1: like right now, you cannot get on social media on Friday morning because Mm -mm. something for this show will most likely get spoiled for you.
0: So I'm Which, just glad, shame
1: on you anybody who's doing that
0: I'm glad that it's not all nine um episodes out at once yeah um same for mando um also just because it's a really fun thing the the shows that I've watched with my parents um every Friday we're like oh there's a new episode time to watch uh, we were watching the animal kingdom zookeeping show for a while because yep.
1: Really and fun. some of them, they have dropped out the whole time, but um, but this is this is yeah, a good way for this fun. one. So uh, let us know in the comments what you think about this program and where WandaVision will end up by the end of the season. And uh, we will be curious to see how this thing plays out in the next five weeks. Yeah, I mean, we're probably not right because it's Marvel and they just like to mess with us. It's true. But um, that's what makes it fun. So we will see what happens. All right, let's move on to Disneyland, where this last week, the Legacy... Pass Holder program. Which, this is interesting, because we had the annual Pass program mm-hmm. gone. And then they said there's going to be a membership somewhere in the future. But in the middle, we get the Legacy Pass program. Uh-huh. I'm actually amused by it. I, I think it's kind of fun. Um, but, um,
0: for someone who's expecting absolutely nothing, it's something. It's we a pleasant we get a photo
1: op this weekend. We
0: get a photo op this weekend. So,
1: um, with the way this works is anybody who had an active annual passport on March 14th, 2020, you are now considered a legacy pass holder. Congratulations. And you are going to get uh, some merchandise discounts that nobody else gets. Uh, There's some food and beverage offerings that are coming and some other experiences like this. Um, I think it's a WandaVision photo op. Is that what I remember?
0: Uh, Yes. uh, On Friday.
1: On Friday, that's coming up. And I did I read somewhere that there might be a preview for pass holders for
0: Star Wars trading? Post. Yes. Yes.
1: Um, so that's coming up too. what do you think of this legacy pass holder program as a now legacy pass holder?
0: So, again, I was expecting nothing. I want um, the card. I'd love the card. Like but I, would,
1: I would love the card.
0: You have to hold on to your annual passport that you had on March 14th, because that is how you get these things. I have it. Yeah. So, so do I. Mine's it's, broken. Yours was breaking a lot
1: mine had three more weeks
0: (laughs) yeah um so you have to like still have your physical card with you Mm -hmm. because they have to scan it to.
1: i mean it's just like like when we got our stickers and stuff before
0: totally but now it's just like you know an inactive thing um i'd like personally a car magnet with, with the purple and it's his legacy. Yeah, I,
1: I think that would be cool, too.
0: I'd li- listen, Disney, if you're listening. I'd <clears> like one of those. Because um, currently I have a really sad one from Pixar Night, which was March 5th, There's 2020.
1: There's stand, too.
0: Yeah, it's on my car. That one's not sad. Um, It's, it's beautiful. Tear. Um, Again, I wasn't expecting anything. I was expecting, okay, my... I, <laughs> you know I was expecting? A check in the mail for the rest of my pass mm-hmm. amount. Yep. Um... I wasn't expecting still exclusive opportunities for photo ops or new uh, merchandise locations or what have you. So I feel like we are still getting good things. Mm-hmm. Um, How long will it go? Who knows? <laughs> how long will any of this go? Um, We're not making
1: guesses on those things anymore. We
0: certainly are
1: not. That did not work. Well for us. No, at it
0: all. no, it's just sad and outdated. Um but
1: it is weird to think we were at 80s night a year ago. Last week, yeah. Or yeah, it was last, last week. week.
0: <laughs> last yeah. Um the weirdest thing to me is that we were at Pixar night a week before the park shut down. Like that to me mm-hmm. is bonkers. Yep. Um with mouse steps. Yeah. Like it seems like yesterday and also five years ago. But I'm pleased. Like I'm, I'm pleased to see if there's anything happening. Um, makes you feel like you don't have a totally useless piece of plastic in your wallet. Um, because for a while it was feeling like it. Um, but yeah. So
1: it'll I'm, be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what else comes. Like I, I would not be surprised if there was, you know, a special corn dog or something. You know, like I don't know. Like I think there'll be yeah. unique things like that. As I would love. Um. Yeah, I've actually have a few friends that got their refunds already. As I had well. a friend
0: that got her refund yesterday. Um,
1: but I would love to see something like a unique dining experience totally. place. Like I think uh Trattoria is probably a little too far back right now. But um, you know, maybe create a special area where you can get reservations or something. I don't know. Um, I think there's lots of possibilities and it really comes down to um if you're willing to pay for them. But um which it's a business, like yeah, at the totally. end of the day, like I get the disappointment. And I think we all share that sense of loss. And uh, I would be curious in the chat, like how long each person that is an annual pass holder, how long they had their annual pass. Um, mine started in 95 Yours started
0: I don't know. Okay. Um,
1: Doesn't it's, matter. It started when I
0: was but but a babe, um, and I took like a couple years off in high school. Um, but I've actively had a pass pretty much every year I think since I was 18, okay, 17 or 18. So yeah,
1: I like the the active like consecutive years because yeah. that just makes it cool. Um, but uh, yep, the Disneyland After Dark 80s Night was a blast. What a and, fun night! Um, yeah, I'd be curious how long people had passes, and I, I know we have some early 2000s clocky says. And um, and that uh, I think is just kind of one of those really interesting, fun things. Um, other thing that's going on at Disneyland right now is uh, dining is returning to Buena Vista Street and the rest of uh, downtown Disney. And uh, I am curious to see how this goes. Like, I think it's going to be great. I think it's also going to be packed. Like, I think it was packed before, mm-hmm. and as time goes further and further, I just think it's going to get more and more. Like people are just gonna be that much more. Um I think the 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 wish for it is gonna be that much stronger. Um like we went to downtown Disney on Sunday, and literally anything, if there was food and it was open, it was full. Like yeah, it seemed like. It's and, true. And um people were waiting for it, the reservations were gone, and um and I think once the Disney operated ones open this weekend that's just going to be amplified and i i will be curious to see like i'm curious to see how that plays out from a parking perspective from a capacity perspective and um and i actually don't think it will change the walking around downtown disney perspective that much because they were like they were at capacity yeah, we went on Sunday. Like, totally. They were holding people and they're like, oh, enough people have left. You can come in now. Mm-hmm. So I, I will be very curious to see what that's like.
0: I think that it's going to bring more life to Buena Vista Street. Um, I commented on it in my article where I talked about the after dining, <laughs> returning to Buena Vista Street. It's weird walking around without dining.
1: It's very weird. Like, Well, it's just there's no nobody doing It's anything.
0: kind of everyone just floating around.
1: Yeah. Being and, like...
0: OK, I'm going to walk over here now.
1: And I actually think eating makes you shop more, too. Yeah, because you've already opened up your wallet or whatever. And you're there and you're just like, oh, I'm going to do that much more. And it'll be interesting to see.
0: Yeah. So I'm excited to see it. I'm excited for it to be back. I just wish they would bring back those gosh darn chili cheese fries. Again, Disney, if you're listening, bring back the chili cheese fries to smoke jumpers. I miss them. They're good. Um. But yeah. So we'll see.
1: There you go. All right, well, finally tonight, we have the big conundrum, the big question, if you will. Um, Pixar Soul Mm -hmm. is coming to 4K, Blu-ray, Disney, or Movie Anywhere, I guess now is what it's called. Um, And also DVD, just in case you wanted to know.
0: Just in case. Um,
1: (laughs) I don't know that people buy DVDs anymore, but it's coming there. Um, And the big question is, is it worth, in this day and age, getting the Blu-ray? or the 4k, whatever version you want, or the, or the digital download. And um, I I wrote the article this morning, and I was looking through the bonus features. Mm -hmm. And as I was writing it, I kind of went back to some of my reviews of other things that we've done. And I had this realization that when I do, which is not very often, I do buy a Blu-ray I don't buy it for the movie because generally you can get the movie anywhere. Like it'll be on TV or it'll be on yeah. some streaming service, whatever. Most movies are there. I buy it for the bonus features. And, and one of the things I was realizing looking at the bonus features here is there's stuff on these bonus features that I don't think are going to be on Disney plus anytime in the near future, if at all. Yeah. And, um, and so let's just briefly go through what we've got, we've got deleted scenes, Okay. Um, which I actually generally like them just because I feel like it provides more context to the story. Yeah, um, because most of the time in movies like this, these are the scenes that they already put mostly together and actually do move the story forward or provide depth. They just didn't have time or they would yeah. already hit it somewhere else. So great. There's what? One, two, three, four, five, five deleted scenes. Um, the audio commentary. This is the one I think. That would be the one that would make me think about buying this. And uh so you've got Pete Doctor, you've got Kemp Powers, who is the uh, co-director with Pete Doctor, mm-hmm. and Dana Murray, who's a celebrated producer at Pixar. Um
0: also Kemp Powers is a fascinating person. He's like, an incredible writer.
1: I like the inside, was it inside, inside Pixar, Pixar, Pixar that he was on? Like I really was impressed with the scene, like his story and and whatever. He
0: also just wrote another movie that I can't think of the name of. Um But I would be fascinated to hear more commentary from him. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, which I think you'll probably get because it'll most likely be a conversation as they go through the movie. Oh, yeah. Which I just think will be a blast. Um, Then they've got a a thing called Not Your Average Joe, which is just going into creating Joe. Uh
0: (laughs) Um,
1: So that one, I mean, that one I think will probably be your, like, everything you'd expect it to be. And maybe not as...
0: Again, that was something we saw a little bit of in Inside Pixar. Yeah. um, And how... Temp powers wrote a character that felt genuinely black mm-hmm. and um i think that'd be a very interesting thing to see like get to see more inside that yeah. process
1: um astral taffy which is going to look at the uh, the world of soul and the, the characters i'm i'm assuming on the other side of things
0: um that reminds okay astral taffy is the sister to celestial soda pop mm. <laughs> like there you go those are two one of the same i'm sorry my huh. brain went, what did that remind me of?
1: There you go. Uh, next one is called pretty deep for a cartoon. Uh, the filmmakers tackle big questions such as where does a newborn's personality come from? What's the meaning of life and more. I think that one is interesting. Cause it actually is like when I got done with seeing it the first time I was kind of like, huh, that was a different, yeah, that was a different approach and direction. They went for a movie, um, Next one might be the one I'm most looking forward to. It's called Into the Zone, the Music and Sound of Soul. Um, I just think I love the soundtrack, yeah to soul. It's and, beautiful. And it's fun, it's beautiful. Um, I actually um kind of went from like, oh, I'm sort of looking forward to this, and then um John Batiste sang the It's All Right song on mm-hmm. the Christmas special on on was it ABC or whatever? And I was just like, Oh, I'm all for this. Like it it completely changed my perspective um and then uh soul improvised and um this is all about how they continued to make the film despite not being able to work in the studio i would be fascinated i think that's gonna be awesome too and then jazz greats uh talks about the consultants from jazz which i have a feeling that one might actually be at epcot also
0: oh yeah, yeah, yeah like
1: i i think that's probably connected as well so um Knowing all of this, is this something that you would invest, you know, $24 or whatever? If they
0: don't put the bonus features on Disney Plus, because they do sometimes put bonus features on Disney Plus. Um, But a lot of those I'd be very fascinated to watch. I also would buy it digitally because I just don't have, like, my Blu-ray player is my PlayStation. (laughs) Something, something you know.
1: The one right there
0: uh well i have my playstation 3 at home
1: oh okay got it got it which got is also
0: okay. um <laughs> for those of you who don't know i'm so generous that mr Dapps has my playstation 4 i gave him the newer console didn't give well you actually. didn't give
1: it you just brought it over i brought it over and it's left.
0: still here um it's okay we played Soul, battlefront
1: uh roger you do need to see Saul. just it's take good. the time to see it um Yeah, I agree. Digital copies kind of make me worried. I always like getting the Blu-ray and then using the code so I have both. Yeah. Like, so, like, if you could see where I'm at, there's a shelf directly across the studio from me, and it's probably got, what, a couple hundred, if not more. Yeah,
0: I've had to organize it a few times.
1: Blu-rays and DVDs and all of that stuff. But um, I actually, like, I will definitely put it in my my review because i think i'm going to get the blu-ray for this yeah is um i am very intrigued in this new era of disney plus is is it worth then going out and getting the blu-ray with all the bonus features after it's already been released
0: i think so um and I know that the vault technically doesn't exist anymore, but say for some reason something gets taken off Disney Plus or say for some reason you don't have internet connection or um, I, it was a big thing when I was a kid that we had like the DVD player in the car.
1: Do like, we still do that?
0: I don't think so. Um,
1: Bailey's saying the last physical copy of movie she had was the Steelbook edition of Coco. There will be a Steelbook edition at Best Buy for Seoul.
0: Nice. Yeah, i I think there are very good reasons to still have physical media, um, and I think that the best reason to buy this would be for the bonus features.
1: And I, and I think Mike has a, a good point too. Is you never know what they're going to take or put back or yeah. whatever on Disney Plus for rights or whatever the reason is. Exactly, and um, it will be. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out as time goes by. And will they create a vault so that they can rotate things in and out? You know, they're you not having know. a vault, but maybe they are just disappear for six months and you're like,
0: oh, man. It'll be like and pumpkin spice or something where they're like, oh, got to keep it seasonal. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Like, and maybe they won't. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Boatniks, definitely. <laughs> uh, follow me, boy.
0: Follow Me Boys.
1: Follow Me Boys needs to go on to Disney Plus, as does the Boatniks. Um, I do have both of those. Yes, you do. But it's important. You have to have your favorite. Um, Boatniks is quite the movie, though. Boatniks really is
0: quite the movie. It has
1: a good soundtrack. I've not been able to find the soundtrack.
0: I should stay awake (laughs) and watch it sometime.
1: You should. Jenny did. Um, Anyway, Katie, we are running out of time. So what should people do?
0: Just go to DapsMagic.com. Check out all the Disney and Geek News as it happens. Subscribe to our mailing list and find our Patreon.
1: That is right. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. And uh, go explore GeeksCorner.live. We've been continuing to put more things up there. Um, this last week, we got uh, many of our former guests that have been on the show, including uh, one of our friends that are watching right now. Stephen. you are up there, my friend. And we link to his podcast that is absolutely amazing. So if you click on his name, you can go all the webs of stage. Don't miss it. Listen to it, it's great. Um, but that is all the time we have for you this week. So we will see you around the corner.
0: Bye.